0: Hope- Welcome back to the Vampire Movie Minute podcast, a podcast dedicated to any and all vampire movies uh, that we can get our hands on, and we are continuing our coverage of the 2014 t- movie, not the TV show, What We Do in the Shadows, and I am your host, Dr. Chris, and I'm Scott Danielson. And tonight, joining us uh, for, the, for this episode is author Scott M. Baker. Scott, thank you for coming on the show
1: with us. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I love this movie. Tell, us, uh, tell the audience
0: who's not familiar with you, uh, your body of work uh, a little bit about what you have written, like the Vampire Hunters trilogy, for example, and the fact that you're also here in New England, uh, like me. I'm in Massachusetts,
1: and you're in uh, New Hampshire. Yeah, right outside of Concord. I'm a retired CIA officer. Been retired for the past uh, nine years, and I've spent most of that time doing writing full-time. My first book was the Vampire Hunters trilogy. I love vampires. Now, so naturally, I love this movie. And I've written a bunch of other stuff, mostly Mm -hmm. my Nurse Alyssa and the Chronicles of Paul series. They are about zombies. And I've also got the Ghosts of Eden Hollow and the Ghosts of Salem Village the first two books in my Paranormal Romance series. So that's about it for me. What was your first exposure to the movie? It was shortly after it first came out. Somebody had recommended it to my wife. She watched it one night, and I could hear her upstairs cackling. So the next night, she said, you got to watch this with me. And I was like, a comedy vampire movie. Man, this movie was funny. I mean, I think it was so brilliantly done. You know, these guys wrote it, directed it, starred in it. So much of this is ad-lib, and yet they've got just such a, they have such a unique twist on the movie. They are so non-vampiric. They're the dorks of the whole vampire community, but it's just, it's a great movie. I love this movie. I always laugh at it. And the the scene we're going to cover tonight has one of my favorite lines in it
0: yeah we uh so we're covering tonight minutes sixty to sixty five and we open the uh the five minutes with um the uh the complaint you know the uh the, oh, shoot i always get these vampires mixed up which vampire is this, scott uh if for' to- if
2: we're talking uh J- Jemaine Clement, it's vlad vlad, vlad yes
0: <laughs> we open up with uh, vlad still lamenting over um his uh relationship with the beast and we end it with uh uh the beast paulina. Uh, meeting Nick and realizing how warm he happens to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. When we first when we first meet Vlad. Well, not Vlad. When we're when Vlad's talking about the beast. Last last we spoke, he was uh, showing us very crude drawings of like uh, a beast with uh, a, a genitals at the in the chest level. <laughs> I just love that he's like his version of sulking is that he put his coffin on the floor. like that's (laughs) such a simple detail like every other coffin we've ever seen has always been like on some sort of pedestal and he's like well i'm sulking now so the coffin's gonna be on the floor
0: right and viago and deacon are like oh we hear about the beast and the beast in the swamp and just blah 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 like they've heard it for so like hundreds of years about this uh woman and they're just sick and tired of it Yeah, they do a great
2: yeah, they do a great rule of threes there because they're just like, oh, yeah, I fought the beast on top of a mountain. I fought the beast over, like, in the swamp. I fought the beast in the bathroom of a club one time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and I told the beast, let go of my ball. <laughs> makes then he, like, the, he, they're, makes while they're like
0: he's dealing with Satan, you know? While they're dealing with their uh, wardrobes and their ridiculous outfits, which make them look like you know they're they're going to fight vampires, not be vampires, uh, he is haggard out, weathered down, and drained of life and blood. It's
1: really gross. Oh, my. oh my. I love the, I love it. Let be do my dog bidding on the internet. What are you bidding on? I'm bidding on a table. <laughs> How unvampiric can you get? But it's still my favorite line in the movie.
2: That's yeah. That's that's a personal favorite of of mine as well. Like that's a tagline that I I swear that you, they've used that in previews for the movie. I think, and it's just it sells the movie so well just conceptually.
0: The the cathedral of despair is the name of the ball that they go to, but the name the
1: ball has a name itself. Yes, I can't think of the name of it. It's like the undead masquerade.
2: Yeah. Trying to hang on. Looking it up. Trying to see if I can find out what it is.
0: Yeah, while you're yeah. looking up the uh the proper name of the ball, this kind of reminds me of in Salem, Massachusetts, um, and uh the last one just got postponed till March, uh, Vamp Fangs, the owners of um uh, the vampire ball in Salem. Uh, We're going to have their next uh, ball and it was going to be masked. You know, you're going to have to have your COVID, you know, vaccination card with you to prove that you've gotten vaccinated. Um, And uh, but unfortunately, with the Omicron virus uh, variant, they uh, pushed it back to March. But this ball very much reminds me of that that I have been to in Salem at least twice before, Uh, not since 2019. But yeah, because I didn't have it in 2020. And the one time they had it in 2021, I just wasn't able to go. Uh, but yeah, they have a big soray vampire event, and uh, at the soray of this vampire event, we find out that Jackie has been turned into a vampire by Nick, which is yeah
2: they yeah not they, yeah okay. they just call it the unholy masquerade yeah
0: <laughs> the unholy masquerade that's right uh, which I've been to a masquerade ball, but I've not been to a vampire masquerade ball. So I've been to a vampire ball, and I've been to a masquerade ball, but not a vampire masquerade ball. <laughs>
1: I've got to do that one in Salem I I missed that one the past few years well since I moved up here in 2017
0: yeah it happened twice in 2019 obviously it didn't happen in 2020 and then in 2021 they had one event and then they had a massive like really expensive event uh, with like all these activities and and, like it it was a little overpriced but the normal ball itself is like $40 to get in
1: oh that's not bad no. Yeah. That's not
0: too that's not too too bad. Um, yeah. What
2: what I love is that the look and feel of this very formal ball and masquerade is that of of like a college party or a con. Like it's Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's almost like, it's like it looks like it takes place in a
2: church basement. It's yeah, almost, I know.
0: It's yeah, almost it like they're look gonna look like play like, um Vampire the
1: Masquerade. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm figuring that's going to be like in Van Helsing, this large room. They're all elegantly dressed. Like you said, it looks like a bunch of, it looks like a college frat party.
0: It's the worst. And, uh, I mean, a Deacon, um, uh, uh, yeah, Deacon uh, uh, chastises Nick for turning Jackie into a vampire yeah. when, you know, <laughs> he needed her to do his laundry. But he wasn't planning <laughs> on turning her into a vampire himself, and then turns around and says, Well, she's kind of a
1: terrible familiar. <laughs> a she's jackass. Not a, she's not a good servant. No. <laughs> I just love Deacon's obliviousness when he walks up to Nick and he goes, Do you mind if Stu is killed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Now we're we're gonna try and go through who these people in the party are, and there's no names for a lot of these characters. It's World War Two Nazi yeah. vampire one, two, three, four, five, and six succubus one, two, three, the zombie one and two, and then a lot of uncredited vampires um, yeah. that aren't necessarily listed as being in the scene. But good fucking luck trying to figure out if they are who they are. None of these people have IMDb photos. Oh really? So I guess is as good as any of ours, <laughs> but a lot of them don't have credits beyond this one film too. So I'm wondering if they were just basically friends of uh, Taika and 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 um, uh, uh, Jermaine, and they were just basically casted to be you know background extras, just like you would. Background extras sometimes do not have a career in Hollywood; they're just there to fill the background. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, it really gets you really get the impression they just picked up like folks from Wellington that they. May or may not be connected to right
0: um the caller on the uh stage before they introduce uh the beast who's Paulina, do do we do we get her name uh,
2: i don't know i don't see I, I don't see it it's a it's a limited cast listing as you said,
1: yeah, no, I don't ever recall seeing her name yeah, are you looking up? Did you look it yeah. up yeah. IMDb? Yeah, she I'm on IMDb? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm not, I'm not really Paulina, seeing anything in
0: particular. Well, well, Paulina the Beast is listed just below Jackie on IMDb. So, um, and her name is uh, Elena Stojko. Stojko. I'm sure yes, the yeah something. It's S T E J K O. Something is probably silent that you're not supposed to be pronouncing. Yeah. Um And she, her IMDb list again is like a couple things, and then that's really it.
2: Yeah, it's it's yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's <laughs> and of course it, it, we're we're talking we're kind of talking around it that the beast is in fact just a normal woman, look at female vampire.
1: <laughs> one of the scenes, one of the scene parts I liked about it was when she starts pointing out for the first time the cameraman.
0: Yeah, well that's not this. That's not these five minutes.
1: Oh, that's out. Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right,
0: so no, no, you no you're. you're, oh, you're, you're at minute 103, by the way, 13, I want to point out somebody that kind of looks like the Babadook. He's got, like, black in eyes, long black hair, a black top hat. He doesn't quite look like the Babadook, but he's definitely, like, the creepiest looking of the vampires because the zombies don't really, they're not creepy. The, you know, the ghouls, the vampire familiars that are half-turned. Yeah,
2: I... <laughs> I really I really enjoy how like the zombies are trying to like, yeah, we're trying to change our image about like the we don't want to be mindless. And we got some new ones over here. Would you like to meet him? And one of my favorite little bits, Viago, Viago doesn't actually shake their hands. He puts a napkin in his hand to shake their hand.
1: Viago's my favorite. He's just so sweet and lovable, but so he's he's the least last one of the group you'd expect to be a vampire. There
0: is somebody, by the way, in a cage that is human besides Nick at the party. He's like wearing a white turtleneck. Not sorry, turtleneck. A white, uh, just a a regular white polo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's the door. He's being auctioned off. Yeah. (laughs) As food. Yeah. And he looks very calm for somebody who's about to become a happy meal for a vampire.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm also trying to find him as well. I, I think that he would get a name like um, Cage Man or something like that. But it's, uh, again, not finding it. And uh, what's funny is sometimes they list these people's names next to uh, the uh, the actor. And uh, they don't, it's like, wait, did, was someone's name mentioned really quick? Yeah. We switch back over to um, Vlad at home um, talking about his relationship with the Beast and uh, the uh, the the sexual acts between them.
2: <laughs> yes, but I was just very passionate, very uh, very sexual. And one thing that's interesting is that I and I'm guessing this was on purpose is that his makeup for him looking so disheveled is like a, sh- a shittier version of Gary Oldman's like kind of pale look. And he based his performance on Gary Oldman. I think I'm, I'm guessing it was probably like, hey, can you make me look like that but shitty? <laughs>
1: That he does look hard, but they never explain how he all of a sudden looks young again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Viago's like, you know, on your way there, you can stop, you can eat somebody. Yeah. Else, like, yeah
0: <laughs> my, my yeah, I don't know. My question is is when they're um, filming the dance scene and Nick is dancing with Stu um, and they're dancing around in circle and, and, the, and the zombie's also in the frame. I'm wondering if that's a TV that's just playing footage of the room emptied out and, uh, and uh, two and the zombie are the only two in the
1: shot,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, that's
2: a little, yes, nice little gag
1: there. I wonder how gag they did do. that. What was that? I wonder how they did that. That is a good shot.
0: Well, sometimes they uh, they just have the actors in the same room and the are the cameras looking through um, you know, like uh, what's supposed to be a mirror, but it's, it's actually just a complete other set.
1: Yeah, I was looking through to see, but I can't find any. Any listing for any of the other background actors for the ball?
0: She meets two really attractive vampires. Uh, really quickly, you know, shakes their hand. It's just a quick like seconds. It's after the mirror scene, and that's it. That was that. That would be the uh, the vampires that I gravitate to at a uh, at a ball, just to be like, oh hello, um, yeah. <laughs> before moving on. Uh, and then she uh, she comes over to meet uh, Deacon and the crew, and Stu is there. And that's when she gets a hold of his hand and realizes just how incredibly warm he is, wondering if he's possibly a demon in our five minutes ends.
2: Yeah, we've got the we've got the setup for our our showdown, as it were, that comes that comes in the
0: next five minutes. Definitely. She seems to be her um her boyfriend or whatever that guy is, by the way, seems to have I d I don't quite know what he is. I'm assuming he is just like a ghoul or something.
2: He he looks, yeah, he looks like a, I don't know, like a, he looks like a Bella Lugosi Dracula that just aged poorly. Like, that's, yeah, it's really weird.
1: Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, he doesn't look good like any of the other vampires. I'm just wondering if he was a cross between a vampire and something else. But again, why would somebody so good looking at, well, relatively so good looking as the Beast be with him?
0: It's a step up from her previous boyfriend who, uh, oh. you know, is sulking at home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> doing his dog bidding on the internet.
0: <laughs> Scott, where can people find us online? You can find uh, us at the...
2: You can, Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's confusing this too, Scott. Uh, you can find us at the Vampire Minute on Twitter, and we're at the Vampire Movie Minute on Facebook.
1: Awesome. And Scott Baker, where can people find you? Best place to find me is on Facebook. Scott Baker's Demon Hunters.
0: Awesome. And you can send us an email at thatradiohara at gmail.com or find us on individual Twitters at sav. And we'll be back in a week or two with another exciting episode of the Vampire Movie Minute podcast, which will be covering minutes 65 to 70.